How many of you woke yourself up this morning? How many of you produced your own oxygen? Huh? You made the sun rise in the sky this morning. Come on, talk to me. Huh? You brought the temperature down a little bit this morning. No. You didn't do any of these things. We are blessed this morning. Blessed this morning to be alive. Blessed this morning to have an opportunity to worship the Lord. And blessed this morning to bless the Lord with 10% of our income. Amen? How many of y'all believe Malachi to tell the truth? He said he'd open up the windows of heaven. He said he would pour out the blessings of God upon us. He said he would rebuke the devourer for our sake. I don't know about you, that's important to me. I don't want the devil in my money. You want the devil in your money? No. You want the devil in your job? No. You want the devil in your house? Come on. Want the devil on your body making you sick? No. He said rebuke the devourer. He didn't say what he was going to rebuke the part about being devourer. It could be sicknesses. It could be not having peace at home. Amen? Whatever it is, God's going to rebuke the devourer for our sake. This is our opportunity to give back to the Lord. We stand to your feet with you this morning as we give to the Lord. He's been so gracious and given to us. Amen. God is blessing us this morning. Amen. Let's be a blessing back to the Lord. Ask the Lord to come into our finances and bless us. Amen. If you want to, you don't have a check for you, don't carry cash. When we're starting to get to a cashless society, <laughs> you can text your give, 843-21. Go on BalanceCOG.org website for all those that are listening on the internet, Facebook, and all that good stuff. BalanceCOG.org website. You can text 843 21 and get to the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we thank you for your presence, God. We thank you that we have a beautiful church to worship in. God, we just thank you, Lord. We feel the anointing of your presence here in the house today. God, we give you praise today for all the blessings in our lives as we are careful to count our blessings, as we are careful to be thankful and grateful today. We ask you to come into our finances. We ask you to bless us that we can be a blessing to others. We ask you, Lord, to increase our finances so that you can increase the covenant of life inside of us according to your word. That we can do more for the kingdom of heaven. And Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say it. Amen. 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 Happy New Year! Look, look over there. Happy New Year! Woo! Praise God! 
Katie, and I know it was not December 31st. Okay, I know that. I didn't have a heat stroke outside, amen. I'm not confused, but it is still New Year, amen. I'm talking about the real New Year that's coming up. It's coming up soon. It's really not today, but we're going to start talking about it today. It's actually a celebration is going to be Rosh Hashanah. How many of y'all heard of Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the Hebrew New Year. And it's actually going to start September 15th, which is a Friday, and going to go through Sunday, September 17th. So I've challenged my wife. I said, I want you to find me some uh, New Year celebration stuff. You know those things you blow in, make all that noise, and man, can we get some party hats or something, you know? We want to, we want to party, come on, uh, on September the 17th and celebrate the real New Year. Amen. I know that most of you think that this is the year of 2023. How many of y'all think that? Y'all write that on your checks, don't you? Everybody write a check out and put two, two, zero, and two, three, because that's the world that we're living in, right? But can I tell you this morning, that's not the real year. That's not the real year, not according to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Amen? The real year this morning is actually 5,783. We're getting ready to go to 5,784. Amen? And that's why we're talking about the new year that's going to be taking place this month. Amen? Amen. Amen. Turn your Bible to the book of Leviticus, chapter 23. And I've asked the Lord to, y'all pray for me. I'm asking the Lord to help me. Um, <laughs> brother Larry, hang on just for me, brother. That's you and me plowing the field right there. <laughs> Amen. Brother Larry and I went in the garden together. He's teaching me how to garden. Sister Elaine took that picture. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Leviticus chapter 23, looking at verse 24. You get there, I ask you to stand for the reading of God's word. We feel honored and respect the Lord this morning. Amen. We're excited. I know Sister Vine is excited. Look at Sister Vine holding this baby up. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Beautiful little baby. Amen. Praise the Lord. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 24. Verse 23, I love 23 because it's such a short verse. Y'all notice that? Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, and that's the end of that verse. <laughs> and then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel saying, in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of rolling of the trumpets, a holy convocation, and you shall do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire, unto the Lord. Father, we thank you today, Lord, that we can come and be in this beautiful presence of this church and, and these wonderful souls that's come out to worship you today. Lord, we thank you for those that are listening over the internet system, Facebook, YouTube, and whatever. Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we ask you for your increase of your word, Lord, that you would be able to speak through us, God. Use me as simply an instrument of your tool, God. Hiding behind the cross that you're anointed flow and open up our revelation, open up our spirits to hear what thus saith the Lord. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now, in times past, I was going back and I especially looked at the first last year, and the first Sunday I did this last year, and I was going so fast, I was speaking so fast, it was like a shotgun blast, I was just blasting, 
scriptures and information and all that. And, and, I, and I said, you know what, I need to slow down. I need to slow it down so we can really get into our understanding and the grasp of what's going on. Amen. Uh, thank you, Miss Angel. We all woke back up. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So here we are in the book of Leviticus. This is where God is telling Israel that he wants them to keep a, a feast. He wants them to keep a holiday, uh, a holy day. And it's called the Feast of the Trumpets. And he said this is going to happen on the seventh month of the year on the Hebrew calendar. And it's going to be the first day. Well, the seventh month is a month that you and I are getting ready to go into. Right now we're in the month of what we know on the Gregorian calendar of September. Miss Angel, what's going on back there? Having some difficulties. Apolo apologies. <laughs> but we're getting ready to go into September, and uh, on the Hebrew calendar, it actually starts in the middle of what you and I would call September, the seventh month and the first day. And so this is where we are in Scripture. He tells us that we will keep this day and remember it and be holy. And he goes on to tell us that this will be a day of bowling. Trumpets, amen. Blowing trumpets last year, and we're not going to blow those trumpets today. But last year, somebody gave me the gift of a trumpet. This is the uh, ram's horn, shofar. It's called a shofar, amen. This is what they blow uh, on uh, this New Year's Day. This is what Israel will be blowing. Uh, they will be blowing it all over uh, Jerusalem and all over the land of Israel. And uh, making a beautiful sound, and they can make it sound a whole lot prettier than I can, I assure you. Uh, it takes a lot of practice to, to blow one of these things. What's interesting is how it's a, it's a ram's horn, and it's actually been hollowed out. A lot of work went into, into creating this, and it has a unique sound. And God told him in the book of Leviticus that this would be the Feast of Trumpets, to blow the trumpet in Zion. So they blow the trumpet, and they celebrate the new year. Amen. So again, look over at your neighbor and say, Happy New Year. Amen? Happy New Year. Praise the Lord. And so when you hear the word Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is what the Jewish people in, the, in Israel are talking about their new year when you hear that. Okay? And so that's something we need to establish. But when you go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens, and the earth. Has that changed in anybody's Bible? Huh? It's still there? Okay, we'll make sure. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Instead of the word God, it actually says Elohim, which Elohim is Hebrew for God of creation. So it actually says, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And so, Here's a beautiful thing about the Hebrew language that I've learned, and I'm still learning. I do not know everything about Rosh Hashanah. I'm not going to stand here and tell you I understand it all, because I don't. I'm still learning. But there's some beautiful things I've learned about the Hebrew language. I wish I could speak Hebrew and read Hebrew and really understand it more. But the, the, the Hebrew people, when they began to look at the first five books of the Bible, they call it the Torah, which is the book of Moses. They have numbered every verse. They have numbered every letter. Every word in the Hebrew language has a number assigned to it. And there's something that it means. So it's not just one, two, three, four, five, like we do, you know? They actually mean something. And so they are so careful. It was amazing that when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, I mean, I heard about the Dead Sea Scrolls. 
You heard about that? The Dead Sea, when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, they were amazed at how accurate the translations of the scriptures have been throughout the thousands of years and how everything was right in, right in place. And how they went back to the Dead Sea Scrolls and, and said, man, this reads exactly the way we translated it. The reason it did is because they would count the words and they would count the letters. And they could tell you exactly in the middle of any book exactly what that number was. That's how accurate it was. And if anything got uh, off key in any way during the translation, they would throw it away and start all over again. So they were very careful. So again, we go back to the, let, the numbers mean something. Numbers mean something. And I told you that uh, we are in the year right now 5,783 from Genesis 1 and 1. They went back and they calculated. When did Genesis 1 and 1 happen? And they come out with 5,783. Now I know that just messes up everybody's education. Right there. We're supposed to be billions of years old. We're, you know, our planet's supposed to be billions of years old and man is supposed to be Thousands upon thousands and even billions. No, the scriptures does not support that. Your Bible does not support a billion-year-old creation system. It only supports a six-thousand-year creation system. And so we're not all these years old. And, and I know that you know, our kids are going to school and there's a lot of confusion out there. But they have proven the data dating system how they will date something when they dig something out of the earth is false information. They have actually buried a hammer. Let that thing get rusty. Hold it back up and send it to the labs and the lab will come back and say, oh, this is thousands of years old. No, we buried it last year. You know, so, so yeah, these, these things have they've proven that they, their, their system is not correct. And when the scientists do send something in, then we ask them do, how old do you think it is? Well, why are you asking me? You're supposed to be the expert, right? But they'll ask them, how old do you think it is? And they will base, uh, begin to base information off of that. But we want accurate information, amen? I don't want somebody guessing. I don't want somebody trying to figure it out. I want to know what the Bible says, what the Word of God says. The Word of God only supports a 6,000-year-old earth. We are not as old as everybody thinks we are. Amen? So you go back to Genesis 1 and 1, and today we are 5,783 years according to the calculation on the Hebrew calendar. Now I just told you every number meant something. This is so important. If you're taking notes, and I recommend you do, this is so important. Five. The first number is five. Five means grace to overcome. Do you need some grace to overcome? Lord have mercy. If there ever was a time in history that we needed some grace from God to overcome, it is now. Amen? Five means grace to overcome. Overcome what? Anything that you need to overcome. Whatever the devil has thrown at you, whatever light has thrown at you, I want to tell you, Jesus Christ gives you the grace to overcome it. What does the word grace mean? It means favor. Amen. It means God's favor. It means the power, the anointing to overcome. 
It is the favor of God. It is the anointing of God. It is the power of God. God has given you the power to overcome anything that comes your way. And that's some, that's, that's some reassurance right there. Amen? Look, some of us are going through some bad things in life. Some, sometimes life is hard and, and we get into these dark storms of life. Let me give you a silver lining in your dark cloud that God has already provided the grace you need to overcome and get the victory. Can somebody say amen? amen. Seven. Seven represents the spirit of manifestation, the spiritual perfection. We know that seven in, to God means perfection. It's perfection. So spirit of manifestation is spiritual perfection. That's what seven means. Eight. Eight means new beginnings. You know, I am not a computer person. I don't like computers. I've never liked computers. But you know, the older we get, the more we realize we have to rely on computers. I don't like relying on the computer. But there's one thing that I've learned. If you unplug that dude when he's acting crazy and plug it back up, it'll reboot itself. Amen? Uh, that's, see, that's how uh, technically inclined I am. If it isn't doing what I need it to do, well, just unplug that thing and we'll plug it back up and it'll reboot and maybe we'll get it to do what we need it to do. Is anybody there with me? Got some unpluggers in the house? You won't, yeah, we turn that thing off, we take the battery out, you know. We want to kick it, it's too expensive, so we don't kick it, we just plug it back up, amen. And then we talk about the good old days before they invented computers. Come on, can I get some amens on that one? Can anybody remember the good old days before computers came out? I remember when everybody was excited about a calculator. Does anybody remember that? Man, we're so excited about a calculator. This thing, this thing will do math for you. My Lord, can we go back to that day? I'll be happy with that one too. Amen. New beginnings. Sometimes in life, you need to unplug and you need to get plugged back up. Amen. Sometimes you just need to start over again. Amen. Sometimes you just need a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a new job. Sometimes you just need a new place to live. Sometimes you just need to start all over again. Amen. Start all over again. It's okay to restart your life. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like what's happening right now. I don't like where I'm going. I don't like the direction. God, can we just reboot this thing? Can we just restart this over again? Amen. Has anybody ever been there? Amen. You know God will help you do that. Amen. It's like I was saying this morning. Let's get back to watching the sunset. I grew up. Every day, we didn't watch TV. We were outside in the country. Come on, church. And we sat in rocking chairs and, and uh, they did metal chairs, you know, and we sit on swings and stuff. And we would talk and have conversations. Does anybody remember them days when you would talk and have conversations with somebody face to face and not through Facebook? Huh? We didn't text. We actually had a conversation and we would watch the sun go down together. Amen. Sometimes I think you need to pull the plug and Reboot, amen, and go back to the rocking chair. Come on, church. I got some amens on that one, amen. So five means grace to overcome. Seven is spiritual manifestation or spiritual perfection. Eight means new beginnings. Three. Now remember, this was last year. This was not this is not the year we're going into. This is last year. Three. Three 
means revealing. Revealing. And this is what goes with revealing. Getting things in order and finished well. Revealing. The number of last year was about revealing. Getting things in order and finishing well. Has anybody watched the news in the past nine months? Has anybody watched the news? My Lord, all over the world. Huh? The government is being revealed. Did they lie to the church? Come on, this is how you say yes. We know they lie. They, they can't cover it up anymore. My Lord. I mean, does anybody need any further proof that Hunter Biden is guilty? Huh? It's been revealed. It's been revealed. Our governments have tried to hide things. I'm not talking about just the United States. I'm talking about around the world. Around the world. Everything is coming to light. What has been hidden, what has been in secret, is now coming to light. Amen. And y'all can get mad at me if you want to, but I stand firm when I say this. Everything that President Trump told us was true. Huh? Everything he, he tried to tell us about shadow government. It's true. He tried to tell us that we need to drain the swamp. It's true. He tried to tell us that they were hiding stuff. It's true. I mean, the government lied to us for 50 years and told us that Oswald was the one who shot JFK. Now the truth is out. He unsealed the records. Oswald didn't kill him. It was our own CIA agent. There's a whole documentary about it. They lied to us. Truth is being revealed. Amen? I said truth is being revealed. The government system, it doesn't matter if you're Republican, it doesn't matter if you're Democrat, it doesn't matter if you're independent, I think we can all come to the conclusion our government's corrupt. There's corruption everywhere. And here's the thing that I've noticed, is they know they can't hide it, and they don't even try anymore. They're just in our face with it. They know that, hey, this is the evidence that we don't care because you can't do nothing about it. That's where we are today. But a revealing started taking place. You see, this is the thing. When you go into a new year, and we do it every year, December 31st, man, people start prophesying. People start talking about the new year. Yeah, we're going to do this. They start doing New Year's revolution. Oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to the gym. Huh? I'm going to start this, and I'm going to do that, and, and, and never keep any of those resolutions, do we? But the next year, guess what we're going to do? I'm going to join the gym again. I'm going to lose another five pounds that I didn't lose last year. I'm going to lose it this year. I'm going to you know. And then we, we, we seek prophecy. I want to hear somebody's dream. I want to, I want to hear some, I'm going to be careful of prophecies that you're hearing, especially when people say, I have dreams. Sometimes these dreams mean they eat too many butter beans, okay? And that's all it comes from. Lots of butter beans they had the night before, and they couldn't sleep, and they got into their dreams. Amen? Okay. Come on, church. we got to be careful about this. What I love about the Hebrew language and the number system is that it's prophecy built on calculations, and it's already been proven over and over again to be accurate. Amen? And we're going to go through some of this. I'm going, to, I'm going to be going back and forth during this series to show you. I'm going to show you the verse of 1948 when Israel became a nation. It's actually in the Bible. What verse that was, what year that was. Amen. 
So here we are, we're talking about revealing, and I think that everybody in the house can say, last year was a year of revealing truth. Does anybody want to argue about that? No. We see it every day, every day more and more is being revealed. Guess what? It started in two, and, and it started the year before, it continued last year, and it's going to continue the rest of the year. More and more revealing of the truth is going to, is going to come out. Amen? 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 Now, don't, don't, listen, don't, don't get upset. I'm going to go ahead and tell you uh, the truth of Trump's coming out too. Yeah? The truth of the Republican Party's coming out. The truth of the Democrat Party's coming out. All the truth is coming out. And nobody's going to be able to hide anything. Amen? The year of revealing. God is revealing. So when you look at it all together, five, grace to overcome. Seven, spirit of manifestation. Eight, new beginnings. And three, Get things in order and finish well the year of revealing. I don't know about you. I took that to heart. I took that to heart. I'm getting out of debt. I'm not going to hold the IRS or anything. I'm giving him off. Amen. I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to start getting my family prepared. I'm going to get the church prepared for whatever's coming. We're going to start getting prepared. I started having financial meetings with Sister Sharon. I said, this is too low. So we're going to stop doing this in order to build this up. We're going to prepare our church for the future. We're going to get prepared. And I took that to heart to finish well. And we're continually doing that. We're still getting prepared. And we're going to finish well this year. Amen. Amen. But all that, that was last year. That's what was going on last year. Turn your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32. Chapter 32. In Deuteronomy, chapter 32, we're going to be looking at verse 11. This started in the year of before, 5,782. And then we went to 5,783. Okay? And 5,782 takes us to verse 11. You see, verse 11, actual number in the Hebrew system, is actually the number 5,782. There's a word in that scripture that also has the number assigned to it. 5,782. I'm not talking about last year, I'm talking about the year before. That word is stirs. Look at this. As an eagle stirs up its nest, hovers over its young, spreading out its wings, taketh them up, carrying them on its wings. So the Lord alone led him, and there was no foreign God with him. On verse 12 there. But in verse 11, just read verse 11. As an eagle stirs up its nest, God began to stir the world in 2022. He began to stir the world up to wake up. Another word for stirring is wake up. Wake up, to be aroused, to be shaken, to get your attention. So when you're stirring something up, you're mixing it up. Think about you ladies cooking. You begin to get in there with a wooden spoon and whatever, you get to stir some things up. You're stirring that food up. Amen? God began to stir the world up in 2022. We began to see the corruption for what it really was. 
Churches begin to wake up. People begin to wake up. And right now, in the body of Christ, now I'm not just talking about one church, but I see God waking up some people in this church. He'll wake up some people in another church. And he'll wake up some people in another church. And now what God is doing is he's taking all those that are waking up and he's bringing them together. He's bringing them together. I've got connections now with people in other churches that God has woken up. For too long, the devil has been singing lullabies to us, and the church has been going to sleep. they are going to sleep. And we don't pay attention to what's going on in the world. But God has been stirring people up. He stirred up our political arenas. He stirred up um, our government. He's been stirring us up. So the word stir, the number for that, for that word is 5,782. Verse 11, the number for verse 11, 5,782. See how this works? What year was it? It was the year 5,782 when this begins to happen. When it began to happen. Amen. So that was how the system really works. Let me take you back to Deuteronomy 31. Deuteronomy. Let me look at my notes here. Now let's go to Deuteronomy 31 and verse 3. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 3. Verse 3 of Deuteronomy, that year was 5,727. That year was 5,727. The verse we're talking about here is 5,727. In the year 5,727, you and I would call that 1967-1968. Does anybody remember them dates? Hmm? Does anybody remember something called the Six-Day War in Israel? Read. The Lord your God himself cross over before you. He will destroy these nations from before you and you shall dispose of them. Joshua himself crossed over before you, just as the Lord said, and the Lord will do to them as he did unto Shion and O, the king of the Amorites of the land, when he destroyed them. He destroyed them. Hmm. And then you stop right there. That scripture was on the year 5,727. The year 1967 for us, that scripture was there, and that was the year of the Six Day War. That's how this system works. That's how it works. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 5. This is the big one. This is the one that really convinced me that this system was accurate. Is when I got here. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 5. It says. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. Now, this verse, the year of this verse on the Hebrew calendar was 5,708. <clears throat> That's the number of this verse. This number of the verse is 5,708. On the year 5,708, the year is what you and I call 1948. Does anybody know 
what happened in 1948 concerning the nation of Israel. They became a nation. Israel became a nation. This was the one, this was the scripture that convinced me that we were on something. This was, this was the scripture. So in 1948, Israel became a nation. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. That happened in 1948. Israel became a nation. Israel became a nation. It happened on the very year that the Hebrew calendar said it would happen on, the very numbers that the Hebrew system said it's on. That's called prophecy and calculation, and it's been proven to be accurate. Be careful with somebody who's bringing a dream. Show me some proof like I just showed you on how accurate something can be. Amen? Y'all get anything out of this? Amen? Praise the Lord. Now go ahead and turn uh, back to Hebrew, uh, Deuteronomy 32, verse 11. And an eagle stirs up its nest. Stirs. Awaken. Awaken. God begins to awake us. He begins to wake the world. He begins to wake the church up. You know what the devil did? The devil came up with a counter word. There's a counter word that said, oh, gosh, this is not what went off there. That counter word came to him. There's a counter word. See, God used the word awake. I'm going to wake you up. And the counter word that the devil came up with, woke. W-O-K. Did you think of that? W-O-K-E. Woke. And that became a whole thing. Under the word woke, the devil is trying to spread all kind of evil upon the land. Amen. You see that? You see that? So we want to be careful. We want to be careful with this. All right. So I know we're running out of time, so I want to take you on to this year. And we're going, we're going, we're going to cover some more of this uh, next week as well as we get into this, because there is so, so much to talk about. Amen. So much to talk about. But this year, in September, that we're turning into is 5,700 and 5,784. That's going to be what we're celebrating, what we call September the 15th through September the 17th. Now, Pastor, what does that four mean? I'm so glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked me about that word four. You see, four means, where's that, where's that sign at, Miss Angel? Where are you at, Miss Angel? Oh, she's going to she checking on something for me. But you've all seen the picture of the door. Mm -hmm. Four means door. That's what the word four means. Number four in Hebrew means door. We are getting ready to go into the year of the door. Amen? The year of the door. Now, for some people, that's going to mean God's going to shut some doors. For other people, it's going to mean God's going to open some doors. Amen? How many know that sometimes God will open a door in your life and he will shut another door? Come on. There's some doors in our lives that need to be shut. Huh? There's some bad influences in our lives that need to be shut out. Amen? Sometimes there's people in our lives that we need to get away from. Hello? Sometimes, amen? Have you ever been through something and, I mean, you're just doing your best to keep it together and see, like, the harder you try to keep it together, the worse it gets? Oh, yeah. I sat back in those moments and I said, God, am I fighting you? Huh? Are you shutting the door? Is this God shutting the door and I'm trying to push it open? I'm trying to keep a door open and, and God is shutting the door because he knows this door needs to be shut? You see, we're getting ready to go into the year of the door. Now, 
You're going to hear a lot of talk about the year of the open door. It's going to be all over the internet. It's going to be all, people are going to be prophesying this. Yeah, I had a dream. I saw, I saw in heaven the door open. Maybe you had too many butter beans last night. Amen. Be careful. But I'm going to tell you that God, I'm going to talk to you about the open door, but I'm also going to talk to you about the closed door. Because the actual definition of the word floor just means door. It don't mean open door. It just means door. Door. Now the question is, are you ready to walk through that door or close that door? That's going to be the question. So let's go back and re-examine this again as we get ready to, to close out. Brother, hey, you know, you come and play something on the system. 5,784. Five means the word grace. Grace to overcome. Amen? God's going to give us the grace to overcome. Seven, a spiritual manifestation of spiritual perfection. God's going to give us the spirit, come on, of the Holy Ghost to help us get through whatever's coming our way. Can I get a witness in the house? Has God ever let you down yet? Come on, he's not failed us yet. He's going to be with us, amen? Whatever's coming tomorrow, God's with me, amen? Eight, new beginnings. Man, let's unplug and plug back up again. Let's start over. Amen? Sometimes we need to unplug some, some relationships and start all over again. There might be some people in your life who say, you know, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry we've had this, this thing between us. Can we just bury that? Can we just unplug from that and, and start all over again? Amen? Some of you need to go to work it, well, some of y'all, I don't work tomorrow. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> but some of y'all might go to work this week. And I want to encourage you, go in there with a new attitude. I like it's your first day. It's my first day. I ain't got no beef with nobody. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to clean the toilet. They tell me to clean the toilet. I'm just going to do what they tell me to do. I, this is my first day. I'm just going to start all over again. Amen. Amen. Start all over again. It's okay. We need to unplug and start all over again sometimes. I thank God that we serve a God of new beginnings. Amen. We, we can go to God and say, God, I messed up. I'm sorry. Let me start over again. And then number four, the door. If God's going to give us the grace to overcome, His Spirit is going to manifest in our lives. It's going to be a new beginning for us in the new year. And God's going to sit before us and Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes me excited. I said, that makes me excited. I believe that God is going to open the door for me in the new year I'm going into. I believe God's going to open up a new door in the year that you're going into. I believe we've already received the anointing of increase in our lives because we're living in the last days. Amen? Remember what I told you. God gives you the wealth, the power to get wealth, he asked, he asked riches to you, but he asked no sorrow. And then I told you, the reason he does that is to establish his covenant. It ain't about you hanging on to the money. It's about you giving the money. Amen? Become a giver in God. Because we're living in the last days. We need to learn to be a blessing to others. Amen? Be a blessing to somebody. Expect God to open up some doors in the life that we're getting ready to go into and close some doors where he needs to close them. And I'll tell you, I could come around each one of you, and, I, and you already know what door needs to be closed, don't you? Yep. 
You already know who you need to stop talking to because they're bad influence. You already know some things that you need to stop doing. Maybe some places you need to stop going. There's already some, you know. You know. There's some, there's some bad things that you need to stay away from. Let God shut that door. Let him shut it. And, and don't force it back open. Don't try to, don't try to fight God. I'm going to tell you there's been times I have wrestled with God trying to keep a door open that I knew God was trying to shut. Amen. And some of that's been relationships with people. I'm trying to hang on to them. And God's saying, no, they don't, they're not here for your good. They're not here to bless you. You got to get a walk away. Can I let it go? Amen. The year of the door. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. But what God, listen, you don't want to miss next week. Because we're going to talk about revelation when God's knocking on the door. When I saw this, what came to me is he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. God's knocking on the door, church. He's knocking on the door of the church. He's knocking on our hearts. Will you let him in? Will you let him in? Will you let him into your life? Let God into your life. Amen. Let's all stand this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we are getting ready to go into the open door. Lord, we thank you, Lord, you're giving us the wisdom for new beginnings. Father, I pray for those that are listening to me now, God, you know what's in their life. I don't know, but God, you know there may be doors that need to shut. Lord, I ask you to shut those doors like you shut Noah's ark. You pick Noah's ark door up and you close that door and seal the righteous ones on the inside. For what was happening in the world at that time, Father, you shut the door in our lives. You push out the evil. You push out the, the bad influences, God. You remove from us the unrighteousness. Lord, I thank you this morning that not only are you the God of shutting doors, but you're also the God that opens doors. Open up new doors of opportunity, new doors of blessings. Somebody might need a better paying job. God, you can open up that door. Somebody might need a door to walk through to reestablish relationships with some loved ones, God. You can open up that door. Open up the doors of heaven, God. Let it rain down blessings into our lives. Help us to walk in these last days and the last days as we know the trumpet of God is about to blow. Lord, as we get ready to celebrate the blowing of the trumpets, we're waiting for that one trumpet to blow, Lord, for the dead in Christ rise. Father, I give you praise and give you honor that your anointing bless your people this morning. In Jesus' name, everybody say it. Man, come on, y'all know what this means. Y'all know what this means. They got the anointing all here. Anybody need prayer this morning? You need prayer, you need anointing. Y'all listen to James chapter 5. Any sick among you, he asked the question. Any sick among you, call for the elders of the church. We'll anoint you for the Lord. We'll pray with you. We can't believe God for you, but we can believe God with you. Amen. Anybody want to stand in the gap for anybody today? This is your time. This is your opportunity. This is your another this morning. Come on.
Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we have anointed Brother Frank to God, Lord, we've laid hands on Brother Frank as he stands in the gap with his family. Lord, lay your hand upon them. Let your Holy Spirit go to their homes, wherever they are. Lord, that you're always bind and break the power of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus for a healing and a cure. By your stripes, we are healed. Father, we stand on your word. Let your anointing, let your anointing of God be so strong. Oh, in Jesus' name, bless of God. Bless your people, God. Raise them up. Bring healing and restoration. All oh, the gifts of salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.